Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Antiheroes Anonymous, or welcome for the first time, if it's your first time joining us. I'm Ethan, and I'm the Dungeon Master for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons show. Hi, I'm Nick. I play Embers, the Tabaxi Monk. Hi, I'm Kay. I play Elwyn, the Elvish Druid. Hi, I'm Melissa, and I play Tepin's Wayseeker, and she's a pixie bard. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Vert, the Changeling Artificer. Hi, I'm Will. I play Hakan, the Halfling Cleric. Previously on Antiheroes Anonymous, a blizzard forced the Silver Seekers to take refuge near a settlement called Twin Towns. The towns were being threatened by strange, cold, undead monsters, which a cleric named Hakan Anvilhart uh, is currently helping them investigate. In Rhymestrand, the Seekers provoked the ire of Albert Coldlake and his wolf cultists before sending him packing. As night fell, everyone in Twin Towns defended their homes from the undead horde, and now the Seekers are on the trail of the root of the problem, which seems to be an abandoned cloning facility established by the eyes of the world, a strange group of mages from some years ago, uh, and powered by elemental ice. So uh, we are going to pick up right where we left off last week. The group of you had just made your way through this strange cloning slash warforged assembly slash research and development lab that you discovered. Uh, underneath the nondescript church in the center of the graveyard between the two twin towns. Um, and you find yourself standing before a pair of uh, massive metal doors that have just um, ground open uh, when you activated them using a, a key crystal that you found within the lab itself. Uh, and as you do so, you're kind of blasted by a wave of cold air from the tunnels of rock and ice that lie beyond the door. Um, everything in there is dark, except you can see that the walls um, seem to be kind of inlaid with more of these pipes that kind of ran through the lab. And the pipes kind of come out of the wall and then run along the wall for a little while and then go back into the wall here and there. And so every few feet or so, there will be these pipes, which you can just see pulsing pale bluish matter or energy uh, within them. And that's the only illumination that you have to see these tunnels stretching downward. What would you like to do? Man, Eyes of the World is such a cool name. Such um, a cool name. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I guess uh, I'll just make a comment. I am so done with this cold, but then I'll step forward and start walking into this hallway. 
I'm going to choose not to comment and follow. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll just saddle up behind the guys and okay, and just head down. Yeah, as you do that, Torin kind of um, follows along in step. He's a big Dragonborn guy, so he kind of has to shorten his stride a bit to match pace with a con. And he just kind of, you can hear him muttering, mm, I've got a bad feeling about this. He starts moving down the tunnel. Um, as you make your way through the tunnels, uh, make your way. Uh, you see these frosted metal pipes that beckon you ever downward with their soft, pale blue glow. Um, the tunnels themselves actually branch a couple times, heading off in a variety of directions, but the pipes kind of pr provide a constant direction for you to follow so that you never get lost in these branching tunnels. Um, as you go deeper and deeper, the air gets colder, dropping to well below freezing very quickly. Um, and you begin to encounter areas where thick layers of ice have sort of frozen over the ground and the walls um, in certain sections of the tunnel uh, and long sharp looking icicles hang from the ceiling. Uh, eventually the tunnel does level out though. Uh, and those of you who have kept track of direction and distance as you descend um, begin to realize that you must be directly beneath the rhyme lock, which is that uh, big lake that sits right next to rhyme strand. Um, and at last, you find yourselves before another large metal door. This one doesn't seem to have any sort of contraption to open it. It just looks like it probably um, is a heavy push or pull, um, as opposed to being on some sort of contraption like the one before. Um, you see that the words primal nexus chamber, authorized personnel only, adorn the top of this door's metal frame, and a pale blue light pulses from the cracks between the door and the tunnel. And you believe you've reached your destination. That must be us. I'll point to the sign. Probably the best they've got. Uh, can I make a perception check? See if I notice any like movement or any other things inside this chamber? Sure. I'd also like to make a check to see if there is any sign of recent um, visitors to this area. Mm, nice. Okay. Dropping yeah. stuff. Um, I think for that, K, it'd probably be survival. Do we think it, this is by any chance trapped or would be. there's dangers? You could check for that. I got 17. So that was 17 perception for Zach. 18 survival. Um, for looking for traps, Will, it would probably be like an investigation check. Okay. Uh, so as Vert kind of looks around for signs of movement, um, there are like cracks between the door and the wall. Um, so you can kind of peek under the door a little bit and you can't see much of the room, uh, but looking in the only movement you see is uh, the movement of shadows created by this strong pulsing light that seems to lie beyond the door. And you can't see the source mm. from where you're at on this side of the door, uh, but something in that room is, is pulsing with this bluish white light. Um, and as it does so, you also notice that um, there's kind of a rhythmic thrumming associated with the, the pulsing rhythm. Uh, and also, 
with each pulse where it gets strong before you know kind of fading again the temperature drops and then it kind of warms a little bit and then it drops on each pulse noticeable noticeably um, only noticeable to vert who's kind of paying attention to this rhythm at the moment huh. okay uh elwyn you were looking for signs of people coming here what'd you roll signs of yeah i rolled an 18 um there the ground here uh is actually you know covered in kind of a thin layer of you know frost and snow and stuff so actually foot, any footprints here would be preserved pretty well um and when you look for it you do see signs in that recent frost and snow maybe not super recent but like with that role, you'd probably be able to determine maybe like a month or so back um, of uh, two pairs of tiny little footprints um, walking this direction and uh, the signs of the doors opening outward. Um, notably though, the footprints don't seem to be boot prints or anything like that. They're clawed footprints. Um, of some humanoid creature. I'm going to beckon Embers over to take a look. Say, what was it? They said they saw a couple of small creatures around the cathedral, right? Sometime within that, the last month. Things that they thought were gnomes. Well, I've never seen a gnome that has a foot that's shaped like that. No, me neither. Did they look like, like kobold feet or... Uh, they absolutely look like footprints you would have seen in like the dens back yeah. in Port Horizon Shroud. And I'll say this this looks more like 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 Tess. Hmm. But I the only kobold around here that we know of is the inventor, right? Barry? Barry. I wonder if she has anything to do with this or knows anything about it. Might be worth asking when we get uh -huh. out of here. Let's see what's in there, though. I'm getting very cold. Hakan, what was your roll? Uh, I got 14. 14. Um, looking at the doors themselves, you kind of give them a close inspection for any signs of like something that would trigger when they're opened or, um, you know, anything like that. Um, and it, it doesn't seem like anything like that is present. If there were security measures here, they aren't here anymore. Um, and in fact, these doors don't even appear to be locked. It looks like they will just pull open. So there's no like, I'm just worried like there's gonna be a giant alarm or something that's gonna go off. Yeah, you don't see any signs of like a tripwire or something that would activate an alarm. Okay. Yeah. Seems pretty safe to me. Let's. All right. Guys, want to just go in? Is my detect magic still up from last session? I can't remember. Probably would have been. Yeah. Is anything pinging? Um, there's powerful uh, magic glow coming from beyond the door. That you can kind of see through the cracks but, but not the door um, itself not the door itself and yeah nothing in these tunnels okay so i guess i'll rest one hand on the door and then 
with the other, I'm going to hold an action for Firebolt in case something comes at us really quick. And then I'll just look at everyone and nod and ready. Okay. Step back a little bit. Yep. And then I'll slowly open the door. Yeah, Vert, you slowly open the door and there's a whoosh of movement as a flurry of snow <sighs> washes back. Fireball! <laughs> Melts away some of the snow. Um, uh, but as you pull the door open, um, all of you are subjected to this like bright light, which is in stark contrast to the dark tunnels that you've been in up to this point. Um, and as your eyes adjust to the brightness of the room beyond, um, you see a great number of things, which I'm going to describe to you, but bear with me. <laughs> There's quite a bit. Uh, and then I'll drag you onto a map so that you can see for yourself. The wide chamber beyond the door is full of incredible sights. The floors and walls are covered in permanent layers of rime and frost and ice, which seem to glitter in the, that pulsating light that fills the cavern. Uh, the entire room seems to quiver in time with the pulsing of the light as you now all become aware of that subtle thrumming sound that echoes throughout. The source of both the light and the sound seems to be a large stone well, maybe 15, 20 feet across, um, on the far left side of this open chamber. Um, that, and the well itself seems to be carved from this ancient dark gray stone. Even just looking at it from afar, you can tell that this stone is old. You can see runes, delicate runes that seem to run around the entire circumference of the well, even from here, because they are lighting up in endless waves of wispy bursts of elemental cold energy that drift over the side of the well in this sort of endless flow. The pipes you followed uh, towards this room all connect to the well in one way or another, clearly marking it beyond a shadow of a doubt as the source of the power for the laboratory above. Um, however, that's not all that fills this room. There's much more to see because curled around the well, almost in a protective posture, is a gargantuan skeleton of some long dead creature. Many of its bones are thicker than you and longer than you are tall. Whatever creature these belong to must have been truly massive. And finally, uh, you notice the shine of gold, silver, and platinum illuminated by the well's light. As you squint from the edge of the room, you realize that there are actually coins and other treasures frozen into layers of ice that make up the floors and walls of the chamber. Uh, and I'll drag you over to the Nexus chamber. Whoosh. Oh, hang on, let me whoosh as well. Whoosh. Whoosh. Okay, we're, we're good. Wow, look at this. That is cool. There's going to be some I'm heavy, really proud of this map. Heavy really diplomacy cool. happening here. Wow. <laughs> I worked real hard on this map. Look at how pretty that is. Wow. Um, so yeah. the well the well is obviously this thing over here. Mm -hmm. um, the, the skeleton, uh, as you can see, is curled around it. Uh, and these pipes seem to lead to it. Uh, and then these treasures that appear, this is my one failing. I couldn't make them look like they were in the walls and oh. the floor, but they are they are like covered in layers of ice and stuff. Um, 
as far as magic things that would ping my spell, is it just the well or? There are a few other pinpoints of light among the treasure that is uh, frozen into the walls of this place. Um, and now that you guys have kind of stepped into the room a little bit and gotten a better look of it, uh, I will say there is one other feature here, which I didn't describe, um, kind of by the rib cage of this giant creature and slumped against one of the like central bones supporting this rib cage structure. Um, is what appears to be a figure, but that figure is frozen solid in a block of ice, its arm extended towards the well. Um, and the figure does seem to be about, uh, you know, Hakan or Tawin or um, like very Like cobalt height, maybe? Yep, potentially yep. cobalt height. But it's just the one figure. And Elwyn, you did see two sets of mm -hmm. tracks coming. Um, with your role, I don't know if you would have seen whether those tracks left, but yeah. I was going to ask. You see at least two entering. Okay. Oh boy, I have so many questions. <laughs> I'm going to start cautiously walking into the room. I'm you just can kind just of like taking move it in. yourself wherever you want to. Okay. I wasn't sure if there's any. There's there... no immediate threat. Can I um, make a nature check to see if I could figure out what kind of creature this skeleton belonged to um yeah nature or arcana perhaps nature is better <laughs> that works nature is much better Let's do this one. Oh, okay um my dice must have missed me they're rolling pretty well tonight uh 22 yeah, so as you take your first steps into the room, it's initially not clear because just the scale of this thing, it's hard to tell what each of these bones might have been, but you eventually begin to piece out, these ones over here must be the tail, these ones belong to the body. Um, there's a group over in the far corner that you maybe can't identify from where you are, um, but the mystery becomes clear when you step to an angle where you can see a little bit past this big well uh, and catch a glimpse of the skull, and it is unmistakably uh, a dragon's bones. Um, as we get closer to the well, does it does it feel like the cold becomes like at any point dangerous to approach? Um, not where you're at so far. Okay. Um, but Rook, would you make a perception check for me? Oh, that's pretty good. That's a 21. Okay, that fits really well narratively. Um, as you're kind of looking towards the well and trying to assess at what point getting close to it becomes dangerous, um, you realize, uh, and it probably should have been apparent to you from the other side of the room, except that you just weren't expecting to see this here. Um, the well reminds you of the massive elemental cores at the heart of Vogma's guardian constructs. Hmm. Each of those guardians had um, like a complete sphere of similar ancient gray stone carved with runes that kind of flared with different colors of light at its center. Um, and they did occasionally seem to pulse in a similar way, but this seems much more erratic. 
the other thing I'll say you notice with that excellent perception check um, is that in uh, around the well, uh, sort of maybe starting around like this area, like maybe 15, 20 feet away from the well, and then going all the way towards the well um, and around it in all sides uh, seem to be uh, inscriptions or writing of some kind carved into the ice itself that makes up the floor, um, and also along the wall behind the well. Okay. Um, and you can't quite see what these inscri inscriptions say or what uh, purpose they might serve, but someone's like physically carved them with like a chisel into the ground around the well. Can I not see them because I'm not close enough or because they're just not legible? Um, because you're not close enough okay, and so... like, yeah, it's carved into the ground. So you kind of would have to like stand over it to see what they're saying. Okay. I'll start approaching the inscriptions on the ground. Okay. Over here. And anyone uh... else doing anything? Um, I think Embers is just following Rook and asking Rook, do you know how to shut something like this off? This is immense. I was going to ask if I had that knowledge, if it is similar, or if I knew enough about possible procedures. Um, well, you know, I mean, everything you've established uh, in lore about the guardian constructs of Vogma. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you know how they were operated, but what you'd know about the the cores at their center, all you would, I think, really know is that they powered the creatures. Would I know, well, would it be possible to communicate with this heart or this well in some way? You could try. Okay. Let me think about that. So I'll just respond to Embers. And um, no, I'm not completely certain, but I am I'm going to try something. So stay on your toes. You, um, Vert, you do feel a kind of rumbling in the back of your mind. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, as you recognize, <laughs> Nyadon's been dormant for a while, uh, but you hear... Vertinor. Oh, it's not the voice changer. Okay. Oh, it didn't work? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it's okay. I was like, oh, God. We okay. were all just well, cringing, waiting yeah. for it. <laughs> I must not have enabled it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. That's right. but... funny. Does, that does, you... does, is my voice working? There we go. Yeah. Is that... Oh, did he say that too? Did he say, test, 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 is my voice working? <laughs> yes, I can hear you just fine. <laughs> What? What do you want? You recognize this, don't you? Yes, I do. This is an ancient thing. From a time before you, and a time before me. As, I, as I've heard, as I've seen. Tread carefully. Don't have to tell me that. Do you have any bright ideas about how to tread carefully with this? Um, I, I think 
Nyadon's voice kind of goes. My voice switched back to normal, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, Nyadon's voice. <laughs> Nyadon's voice kind of goes quiet for a second. Okay. For a little bit, and you can you can feel him thinking in the back of your head, but he doesn't initially provide any solution. That must be a strange sensation. But okay, no, that's fine. He's thinking. I'm also thinking. Um, I'm going to very carefully and cautiously approach the frozen figure. Okay. Um, as you get close to it, you can see through the ice and make out some details of it. Uh, it does look kobold-like uh, to some extent, but it is a kobold that has been warped and morphed and changed uh, in numerous ways. Like, it, you know kobolds are covered head to toe in scales normally, but it looks like this one only has patches of scales. The scales seem to have been like falling off and revealing smooth skin underneath. So it only has a few patches of its natural scales left. Uh, and what's left underneath, it looks like it's kind of like a rubbery texture. Um, its eyes seem to have bulged to an abnormal size for a kobold. Um, it's also, uh, it seems to be wearing like this, uh, like dark cloak um, that actually has like this big frill behind its head. Um, but the most disturbing transformation of this creature is that four tentacle-like appendages draped down from this kobold's jaw. Um, and the final thing you notice as you inspect this kobold is that on its cloak is a very familiar symbol of a dragon's head with a third eye in the center, tentacle-like appendages draping from its jaw, and runes carved on the um, you know, four main sides of its face. You recognize the symbol of the League of Terrors on this thing. Um, you, the rest of you might want to come and, and check this out. This is, uh, I think you're going to want to see this. Um, as uh, the thing I showed isn't exactly what it looks like, but it's as close as I could get. Uh, as we're walking that way, I'm going to also whisper to Ember. So, uh, first of all, do we? Is it all shared that we know there is two figures walking inside this chamber? Yeah, all of you. Okay. All of you knew that much. So I'll just whisper to Ember's be like, "We need to find that other kobold or creature as well." Is that something I'll you do, can try and? I'll do that while the rest of you examine as well. Okay. I most of this is completely beyond me, but that I can do. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, Teppy is totally fascinated with the treasure embedded in the wall and she flies as far up to the ceiling as she can and she surreptitiously took out her dagger and is trying to get some out. <laughs> okay. Um could you roll just like some percent dice? So like um you, I think you've got two D tens in, in your set. You just roll them both together. I don't know if you okay. ever Done percent dice. Both of them are twos. So uh, 22 then. Um, let's see what falls out on roll of a 22. Uh, so Tuppence, you pick, 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 pick away at it with your dagger. 
Um, and a couple of like copper coins spill out, um, making a loud clattering noise on the ground. But finally, you get to what you were going for in there, which uh, hits the ground with kind of a loud thunk and then rolls a little bit, which is uh, seems to be a brass mug with like this jade inlay. Um, that looks like it might be worth a good amount. Is it too heavy for me then? Yeah, it's it's like you could maybe fit inside this thing. It's a large mug. Okay. Um, let's see, Mage Hand can hold five pounds. So I'm going to pick it up with Mage Hand and then fly over and put it quietly in Ember's backpack. <laughs> Good thing. You fill it with the coins that dropped out first. Sure. Okay. Was someone else up to something? Um, I'm going to have a look around the room to see if I can spot any signs of somebody else hiding here. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, roll, a, roll that perception check. It's a large chamber, but let's see. Perception. Uh, can I also do a perception with the room? Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could give Ember's advantage. Either way, it's up to you. You could both yeah, roll them, or you, you want to help me. Sure. Yeah. Go okay. for it. Great, because I initially rolled a four and die. That's a uh, sixteen. Um, you take a little bit of a walk around the room, kind of hopping over these, like this fissure in the ice in the ground that's over here against this wall. Um, you realize that this pile of bones over here in the corner must belong to the wing of this creature. Mm -hmm. You kind of check behind the skull to make sure there's nothing back there. Uh, you don't see any creatures. Um, eventually you come kind of as close to the well as anyone else has come so far. Um, and that's, that's really the point when you see the only sign of you know, any other movement in the chamber besides your party. Um, you're tall enough that you can kind of see down into the well a little bit, and it's just filled with more of this pale white light, this energy, this like raw energy. It's not liquid, solid gas or anything like that. It's just energy. Um, yes, Zach, fantasy physics. <laughs> um, but it does like it. seem like something ripples beneath the surface of that energy. Um, yeah, so I'll walk, give this whole patch of blue ice a wide berth and go back to Rook. Tell him I don't, I don't think there's anybody else but here, any else here but us, except for I think something might be alive in the well. Hmm, okay. We'll have to look, take a look at that. At this point, I'm guessing we all kind of congregate around what Elwyn's trying to show us. Mm-hmm. So we look at this creature. And Torin says, what is this thing? Whatever it was, it was part of the same organization that Kashura was a part of. Can we identify I don't it? know what they would have wanted with this place, but... Um, Zach, if you want to roll an Arcana check. Yeah, I do. Or a history, I suppose, if someone wants to roll history. Ah, sure. It's cocked. Ah. I have no idea. 
no idea. Yeah. All the natural one. This is it's. <laughs> uh, this thing is unlike anything you've ever seen before. It looks like it may have been a kobold once. I guess what they wanted with this place is the same thing that these eyes of the world wanted. Some, some, a place to make an infinite number of soldiers for their cause. That's true. Then why did they abandon it? Well, I don't think it was working very well. Then how do we stop it? It's like they left the refrigerator running. <laughs> What's a refrigerator? Do we see any signs of... You're in one. This is the refrigerator. Do we see any signs you of... You better start believing in refrigerators. You're in one. <laughs> <laughs> I shut the doors. I don't want... I get out and shut the doors. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. Good. Uh, pass that man you inspiration. Um... Yeah, pass that man inspiration. You've got it, Nick. <laughs> so, no, I don't shut the doors. But um, well, I don't even know what I was gonna say now. Never mind. <laughs> oh, right. uh, do we have? It's okay. Do we have any sense of like, um, like frostbiter shenanigans in this room? Like that there's uh some type of creature that's being created in this well. If we like look into it a little bit more, or it's not quite like that. Um, back in that room, you got the sense that the vat was created for the purpose of you know, fabricating human tissue and, you know, de developing these clones of, you know, whoever the original test subject was. Okay. Um, here, it doesn't seem like that's the purpose of this well, you know? Is the flow going into the well or out of the well? To the it's going out of the well. Ah, okay, the so this is like more of like the reactor or the uh, the thing that's powering mm -hmm. everything. Okay. I kind of want can to we, break these pipes, but I was, I was can gonna we find say... some way to to melt them down to kind of shut shut them off, like cauterize them almost. Well, so that because otherwise they're just going to spray this stuff loose all over this. Chamber. Yeah, it'll it'll overflow potentially if it just keeps coming out. Is there like any other consoles or any uh, computers or anything that we can? Not in here. In here, it's just like the piping that is pulling the energy and taking it elsewhere. All of the, you know, consoles and machinery okay. was back up in the lab. Okay, well, I'm going to peer over the edge of the well and look inside and ponder a little bit. Okay. Um, you see that same sort of unnerving rippling as if something is beneath uh, the very surface of this thing. And now that you're close to it, it is extremely cold. Okay. Um, like, you can, even through, like, your thick, warm clothes and things like that you can feel your fingers like starting to go numb with the cold just by being close to it i, I want to ask ellen if can if she can read this, this writing on the ground uh i look at where she is directing me the carved patterns yeah mm -hmm. yeah um it's it's not uh well what languages do you speak? I speak common. I speak Elvish. I speak Druidic. I speak Undercommon, and I speak Abyssal. Um, it's not any of those. Um, but roll an intelligence check. Okay. 
Also, did I, did, was I able to read the inscriptions that I looked um, at? The ones on the ground? Yeah, and I guess the wall. Uh, you could there. also roll an intelligence check. Actually, what languages do you speak? Common, Draconic, Elvish, Primordial, Undercommon. Yeah, it's none of those. But um, you can also roll that intelligence check. Okay. It was almost one, but it turned into a 19 on die. So 22. Oh, snap. Yeah. Well, Tuppy's got comprehend languages. So if, I'm happy to read it let's, if you want. Let's see what the result of my roll was. Yeah. Okay. And Vert, did you roll one too? I did. I got an 11. Okay. Um, yeah, you kind of look down at these and um, there is, there's a strange nature to them. Uh, they... Like, even though you don't understand what you're looking at, it's like, um, despite that, knowledge is trying to flow to your brain, and you get a little bit of a headache just trying to stand there and decipher these. Does Nihadon um, understand it? Does he know that language? Nihadon does not either. You can okay. feel, a, like, the, a rumbling perplexedness coming from him as well. Okay. Um, Elwyn, as you look at these, let's see. Um, you kind of get down close to them and put your hand on these carvings in the ground, um, which seem to, now that you're like looking at them closely, they seem to like spiral. Um, it's as if you start to notice patterns of like sections of these carvings that connect, uh, but are distinct sections themselves. And they all kind of spiral inward um, in their inter, you know, their um, segregated sections. Um, and then all of those sections kind of connect to the larger whole. Um, and as you kind of put your hand down onto them, um, just like Vert, you can feel like knowledge and understanding try to pour into your brain. Um, and uh, despite not understanding what you are looking at, you can feel the intent of the person who carved it and what they were trying to do. Um, you almost flash as if in memory uh, into the consciousness of the person. And you can feel as if you are a, you know, a smaller creature hunched close to the ground with a chisel in hand carving this strange pattern into the ground. And you can almost visualize um, the strange tentacles coming down from its, your jaws um, as you work. Um, ushered onward by the purpose of unlocking the seal on the primal nexus, the well before you. Um, and I would say with that role, uh, you'd even glean a bit more. Um, these carvings are layered with basically um, not just language, but like sciences and math and astronomy and physics and chemistry. Like all of this knowledge is crammed into here, trying to undo by mastery of the mind what was sealed away by divinity. Uh, and that's what you understand. I uh, 
withdraw my hand and stand up slowly. You get a little bit of a headache, and a drop of blood comes out of Elwyn's nose as well. This is this is beyond anything we should be messing with. This is beyond any what anything beyond anything anyone should be messing with. This is this is the work of the gods. This is not meant for us. Let's restrict ourselves to these pipes and not touch them. Well, do I get a sense from all that whether they were successful in unlocking it? Um, yeah, you would have felt a brief moment at the end of accomplishment. Um, the seal was not fully released, but I'm trying to think of how to describe this. Um, it's as if uh, like a bottle cap was loosened, but not pulled off. Uh, and there was a sense of accomplishment with that. My follow-up question to that is, did I get a sense of how to reverse it? No. Okay. Was because that... that was nowhere in the intent of the writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that information? But, like, if I could, sorry, if I no, could no. follow the path of what they did backwards, or is that beyond my um, Then you would see that they're trying to undo the work of something that was done divinely. Right, okay. Was that information collectively about every, like all of the inscriptions and all of like the runes around the well, or is that just the runes? Uh, not the runes on the well, but the inscriptions in the ice surrounding the well. Okay. Yes. So we haven't deciphered the runes. That's probably the seal at this point, but we haven't like looked and read them yet. Um, however, can each of you roll a perception check? Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, I have no idea. 18. God, I'm rolling really, really well tonight. I'm so scared. I'm so scared of how well I'm rolling. That's uh, another 22. Dang. Yeah. 19 for Tuppy. So Tuppy, uh, Embers, and Elwyn. Uh, As Elwyn kind of stands back up um, and this realization is dawning on her, um, you all see that kind of that drip of blood come down from her nose. Uh, and you're the three who feel that thrumming boom, get louder. Uh, and the cave shakes a little bit with that thrum. Uh, and the movement beneath the surface of the energy of the well um, intensifies. The well itself begins to swirl into kind of like a vortex of energy and something emerges small at first, in multiple points, uh, but growing larger and longer and thicker and more well-muscled as it emerges from this well, you see uh, what looks to be an appendage of some kind, but boneless. Uh, and it becomes clear as it emerges that it's a, a tentacle of some kind, but it has no suckers underneath. Uh, and the backside of it is coated in this white fur. And as it begins to emerge, these waves of cold emit off of the well. And one, two, 
three, four, five of these huge tentacles shoot out of the well in different directions and begin to lash around the room. Uh, and let's roll initiative. I'm going to throw a fireball at it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you are. <laughs> this is the time. The trap. All right. Uh, and Torin just goes, what the hell? <laughs> As he pulls out his Ooh. sword. Oh, our book gets his own. Oh, did I end up? I'm under it. Yeah, I do. Oh, did I put one under you? You would kind of be shoved well, to one side of it. I, I feel like we were all next to Elwyn, but um, I could yeah. have wandered off a little bit. So, Is anyone still under them? No, I'm. I'm. Oh, okay. He was saying I'm down next well, I feel to this like, one. Where was where was the writing? Because I was near where the writing was. The writing was basically in like a a thirty foot radius around this well, so you could have read the writing from anywhere around the well. So you're good where you are. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's have those initiatives. How did Embers do? Uh, Thirteen. And Elwin. Eleven. And Tuppence? 18. 18. First place. Uh, Vert? 22. Not first place. Um, Hakan? I got a 12. 12, okay. Uh, So Um, does my held action go off, though? Or was I still holding it? What was your held action? It was the firebolt. You've done a bunch of stuff. I know. That's why I'm like, "Uh." Uh, I think you were kind of in investigation mode rather than... No, I just just figured I'd ask. No, that's fine. Um, no, if anything, these get a surprise round on you. I don't think so. But no. Uh, <laughs> you, however, are the first to act, Vert. So okay. um, as these things burst out of the well, kind of knocking some of you aside as they go, what would you like to do? Um, do oh, we get... I will say, now that the cold has... Or now that these tentacles have burst out, the temperature in the room drops again. Um and at the start of your turn, I need you to do something. I need to not forget this just because we're right at the start. Okay. Um, primal Nexus Chill. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, can you make me a constitution saving throw? Yes. I'm just resetting the map for the stream. One sec. Okay. Um, yeah. Con saving throw. That is a dirty 20. Okay. Yep. Um, you... Let's see. Remember what I wrote? Uh, You take uh, five points of cold damage. Okay. And then you can take your turn. All right. So yeah, I think I'll stagger back briefly while this thing erupts right next to me. Uh, How how like long are these tentacles? Um, they are emerging from, they're still kind of pulling out of the well, Okay. but it looks like they're going to keep going for a bit. Ah, okay. Um, and then do we get a sense that there is also something still within the well itself? Um, possibly, but if there is, it hasn't emerged. Like these things all connect back to the well. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of want to throw the firecrackers in there. (laughs) 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 <laughs> alchemist fires okay well i'm gonna the, yeah all the top cocktails worked i'm gonna time. i'm gonna thunder gauntlet this one next to me and i'm gonna walk over to 
this side of it. Okay. Um, so that is a... Oh, shoot. That's a 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. And that is... 10 thunder damage. Okay. This thing has no resistance to that. So... Um... The echo, the the thunderous sound echoes throughout this chamber, and you can see icicles fall from the ceiling in some places. Um, and you put like a dent into this tentacle, but then it like refills itself a little bit, um, and it just continues to writhe. Okay. Um. Other than that, I I guess I will use uh defensive field. No, no, I'm gonna wait on that. I'm 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 done. That's it. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, that tentacle reaches around and tries to grab you okay. with a natural 20. So I guess it succeeds. Or do uh, I, is yeah. it a grapple or is it a... It's Well, it's an attack, and if it hits, oh, okay. it grapples. Got so. it. Yep. Um, let's see. All this damage. So that's uh, 12 bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Oh, my gosh. Uh, six cold damage. All right. uh, and then you're you're grappled by it. I'm uh, not doing well all of a sudden. So that was a disastrous natural twenty because I rolled really high on all the dice. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, happens. Okay. Do I have to roll a con save first? Let's see. Where are you? Uh, you do not. Okay. Um, however, you do take. Two points of cold damage where you're at. All right, I'm going to cast Misty Step and get as far away as I can. One, two, here. Yep, that looks good. So you're kind of flying above this fissure in the ground. Yeah. And then, uh, I'll do it next time. Uh, I, I had, before we came in here, I had just cast um, Mantle of Inspiration. So I think that, does anybody still have their temp hit points? From what, from the last time? From the, from the last time I cast Mantle of Inspiration, it, it was in the other room. Or did that all go? Because if not, I'll cast it again. I think it would stick around. Um... Mine are gone, though, because I was hit. Yeah, I was hit as well. OK, so I'll cast it again, and then you guys can move if you want to. OK. Yes, please. <coughs> Great. I think that's my last one, though. OK. So I already um, had a two temp HP. Does that stack? Or that just... No, it, it oh, would okay. replace it with the higher number. I see. Okay. Yeah. That's one of the unfortunate things about temp HP. Um, is anyone going to take the opportunity to move away? I did. Oh, okay. I came, I came down here. I can. Uh, I also did. Torin will also. Uh, Torin wants to actually go help Rook. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, he gets next to Rook. Um, okay. I'm just going to delete this um, kobold because it's not really relevant. Uh, great. Um, Rook? No, I won't beat up on Rook. 
uh, one of these tentacles then uh, will, um, at the end of Tuppence's turn, reach for Hakan and try and grab him. That's a much worse roll because I can never hit Hakan. Um, 12 to hit doesn't hit, does it? Nope. Nope. Uh, okay. Then it is Torin Brenworm's turn. Uh, and he runs up to this tentacle and is going to try and wrestle Rook out of it. All right. I've got you, Rook! Uh, I guess it's a not a contested thing. It's actually a DC. Which, I believe, he makes. It's his oh, perfect. Is, yes, his athletics is plus six. Um, so he pulls this thing off of you. Um and you are freed from the grasp of the tentacle. Nice. And he says, he kind of pulls his shield out and gets it in between the two of you and says, get away while you can. All right, Torin. Uh, Embers. All right. Not wanting to touch these ice things with my bare hands, I'm going to let loose three uh, radiant sunbeams. Uh, oh, Embers, oh. at the start of your turn, uh, you do take those two points of cold damage okay. from where you're at right now. I gotta remember Torrent too. Um, oh, but he's resistant to cold, so he has advantage, um, which is lucky. Torrent just takes the five points of cold damage. Uh, does a fifteen hit? Uh, fifteen just hits this thing. Sweet, and I get three hits. for 23 radiant damage. Uh, was it the tentacle that had Rook before? Or which one were you um, going for? Yeah, it was the tentacle that had Rook. Okay, and you said 23? Yeah. 23. Um, yeah, your radiant bolts kind of uh, sear away at this thing's fur, um, and it definitely looks like it recoils from those attacks. Okay. Um, that looked That's like it did quite a bit. That's it for me. Uh, okay. Let's see. At the end of your turn, it will use its last legendary action to um... Can I can I ask, did it feel like the cold that was damaging me came from the air in the room or from my proximity to this pipe? Oh, from the definitely from the air in the room. Okay. Um, so to put it another way, in another way, it's your proximity to the well. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Um, let's see. It's not grappling anything, so we can't do that. So it will just try, uh, try again to grab Hakon, I guess. Um, will a 20 do it? Uh, yeah, barely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then you're going to take seven points of bludgeoning damage and three cold damage as this tentacle wraps itself around you uh, and you are kind of within its um, strong, furry grasp. It didn't grapple me, though. Or this it does grapple. does grapple you. Oh, it does grapple me. Oh. Yep. Uh, okay, who's up next? Um, Akon, you are up next, and you are... Ooh, I need a con save from you. Okay. Uh, 21. 
Okay, uh, you succeed. So you only take the five points of cold damage. Okay. Um, so I'm grappled, huh? Do I have to like get out of there or get yeah, away? Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to make an athletics check or acrobatics check to escape, which would be an action. Uh, but grapple being grappled doesn't like hinder your fighting ability or anything like that. You can still hit it or cast spells. Um, it, it just m- reduces your speed to zero, so you can't really move away. I see. I believe that's all it does. Man, uh, do I think it'd be a terrible idea to start breaking these pipes and stuff? Not necessarily. I think that liquid just start spilling out. Yeah. One thing I will say about the grappled condition that I think Hakan would be aware of as a storm cleric is um, effects that uh, remove a grappled creature from the grappler or the grappling effect, such as a thunder wave spell, which pushes something, can break a grapple. I see. Uh, could also use my um, what is it? The uh, wrath of the storm when the That's tentacle true. grabs me. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. con save. Uh, it's a dex. Dex. That's even worse for this thing. Failure. I thought you, I thought you said hakan save, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Roll a hakan save. <laughs> Auto fail. Uh, it takes. That's a bad roll. Uh, nine lightning damage. Okay. Yeah, you can see that lightning crackles over it when you take the damage from it. And uh, you guys have just been wailing on that one tentacle, right? Yeah, because it had Rook, and I thought that I needed to help Rook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll shoot it with a uh, guiding bolt. Ooh. Uh, at level one. Um. So it's gonna take four. Fourteen. I've got to make a save, don't I? Uh, I think it's just a spell attack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it takes 19 damage. Oh, wow. I'm going to aim at the one that you guys are beating up. And what, you're, you did hit it? You rolled to hit? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, 18. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. Um, that tentacle is blasted by this guiding bolt, and it's illuminated by that light, which guides all of you onward. Um, and you can see that that tentacle uh, is beginning to pull back towards the well. Sweet. Uh, and then bonus action, uh, I'm going to healing word uh, rook. If that's cool. I don't think you can. Yeah. I can't. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, Rules. When you... Did you cast a spell as your action? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you can do a cantrip and a leveled spell, but you can't do two leveled spells. Right, right, right. Uh, okay. okay. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's that's pretty much it. Then it's Elwyn. Yeah, I mean, uh, fuck. Um, so you you take two points of cold damage, have down to one. By the way, where oh. you are. <laughs> cool. Big How are you looking? Ah, uh, man. It's a lot so damage. damaged right now. <laughs> one point. 
I am going to start running. And as I do, I'm going to fling out a hand and shout, Rook! And I'm going to basically send snowflakes toward him. This is all just aesthetics. Um, and as they get to him, they swirl around and they heal him as I cast Healing Word at a second level on him. Um, I'm going to have this do max healing. Oh. As your snowflakes that flurry towards Rook are empowered by the cold nexus. Okay. Thank you. Kind DM. So that is max would be eight plus four, which is 12 HP. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Back to you. Um, and then once I see that that has worked, um, I'm going to start running and charging towards the tentacle that's attacking Hakan. And as I arrive, I leap and transform in midair into a bear. So it's like thud right next to the tentacle and I roar. Thunk. Thunk. Is this one of the bears that's large or small? No, no, no. This is, I can't do the large bear yet because Ugh. we're not level five yet. Oh, I just small wanna, bear. Aww. I want to enlarge Elwyn so bad. No, I know. No, it's the medium black bear. <laughs> But I am okay. Wait, is she empowered win. and she gets a big bear? <laughs> no, because nah. of the cold. Um, yeah, and that's my turn. Okay, I'm menacing, but I can't do anything else. Uh, then it is the turn for these tentacles, um, and they are going to begin to move. I need to see how far they can go. Uh, well, this one's obvious. I can make it over to here. Uh, is that all five? That's all five. Cool. Um, so all five of the tentacles kind of flail and extend a little bit. Um, and let's see, then I can make attacks with up to three of those. Huzzah! Uh, one of them is grappling Hakan, right? Cool. Uh, this is what I was looking forward to. Um, from Hakan. Perfect. Uh, it flings the tentacle, or it flings Hakan at Embers. Oh my god! Wait, is he a projectile? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, it, it's gonna miss. It's gonna miss. Oh, though. Man. Um, so Hakan, Hakan, uh, goes, uh, you know, rolling to the ground. Um. Uh, and Hakan, unfortunately, because you didn't hit embers, um, you're going to take all of the damage, which is nine points of bludgeoning damage. Um, if you had it hit embers, the two of you could have split it, but <laughs> That's uh, you have to take it all, unfortunately. Uh, so you're now over there. Uh, and then I can attack with two more tentacles. One of them will attack Bearwin, and the other will attack Torrent. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Does does my cold resistance carry over into my wild shape or not? Um, I think you still get access to class features, don't you? I don't know. Well, I guess it's not a class feature; it's an item. 
and all yeah. your items transform with you? I'll say yes. Wait. I'm a little bit unclear on Wild Shape, but I, I'm going to say yes. Uh, I also have a question. Is the one attacking Torrin the one that was grappling me? Yes. Okay, so it has disadvantage because I Thunder Gauntlet hit it. That's a good point. Um, it and it can't hit me there. because I don't want it to. <laughs> it's going to do it. Okay. okay, perfect. I'll attack the lovers then. Here comes Elwyn. Uh, that's 19 for Elwyn. And that's that another goes. natural 20 for Rook. So I don't know what to oh, tell you. Great. I'm glad I said something. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so Elwyn, you just take um, <coughs> seven points of bludgeoning damage and three cold, and then you're grappled. Uh, but and the then... cold is reduced because my... Exactly. Okay, so that's seven and then one point of cold? Correct. Uh, and then Rook, I have to roll it again. Oh, that's a high roll again already. Um, for the bludgeoning damage, it is uh, 12 and three for the cold. So 15 total. And you're grappled. Uh, and I think that is it for its turn. Ah, that was fun. I'm glad I got to fling someone. Um, Vert, you're back up. Ah, oh, gosh. And I'm grappled too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, Vert. shoot. Hold on. I'm uh, prepare to potentially roll back your damage because Torin has a reaction. Ooh. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And will impose disadvantage on the attack. Okay. Uh, okay, well, it's still a hit, but it won't be a natural 20 because I rolled a 24 total. Oh, okay. <laughs> but so... it's not a crit, so that's helpful. Yeah, me... so that's Thank helpful. You, Torin. Thanks, Torin. I always forget about Torin's right, reaction. So I'm going to just... It was the whole reason I moved I had... him next to you. Um, okay. I'm so ready. instead, you'll take that default uh, 7 and 3. So okay. a little bit better. Thank you. So now I am at... Oops this much okay great um uh and where are you i'm next uh, to i do need a con save from you as well okay that is uh 19 so it's um five points of cold damage based yeah, on your I position to the nexus really want to get away but uh not yet apparently okay so i will i guess do another attack Hit him again, because um, I don't know what else I can do here. Yep. Okay. Get my dice. That is a 16 to hit. That hits. Oh, 17 to hit. Okay, so same thing. Uh, and then damage. That is... Oh, wait. That was supposed to be an advantage, right? Because of Guiding Bolt? It would have been. Let's mm -hmm. see if I get a critical hit. I did not. Um, that is 11 thunder damage. That that tentacle, um, w you can hear kind of like a rumbling sound from the direction of the well, and that tentacle releases you and pulls back into the well. Oh, good. So I'm not grappled anymore, or did it pull me? You're no back? longer grappled. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, with that, I will move away because I don't want to take all that cold damage. Uh, so I will come over to maybe over here. Yeah. Probably a good call. And I will use defensive field on myself to give myself temp HP again. Smart. And that is my turn. 
Okay. Uh, Tuppence, you're up. Tuppence, okay. you're up. I was, I was just going to um, yell at, at Rook, Rook, see how he was doing. And <clears throat> since he already healed himself, then I'm going to cast Bane on the three tentacles closest to me. If I have oh, to move okay. a little further to get them all, I will. Let's say 30 foot range. Yeah, you're going to have to move closer to get so, these go. far too. Um, but from the position where you started the turn, you don't take any cold damage at the top. Okay. Let's see. I think that's I think that's okay if I'm kind of behind this pipe. Okay. Okay. Um, what kind of save is it? It's charisma. charisma. Guess what this charisma, thing is not great at. Charisma. <laughs> uh, that's an 11. So all of these tentacles are baned. Yep. So um, they have to subtract and, a D two. Subtract a D four every turn. Yeah. Uh, I'm from saving to, throws too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to apply so that to all of the tentacles, actually. Because they're technically one creature. Yes. Nice. Good yeah, bane. bane. Okay. Cool. Good turn. Okay, then um so how how much did I move? Five, ten, fifteen. I'm gonna see if I can move back <laughs> a little further. Away, away, away. Then Smart. that's it. Okay. Um at the end of your turn, uh I think feeling that kind of powerful pulse of magic that weakens each of these tentacles. Um it's going to do its big legendary action. I need everybody except for Tuppence uh, to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, shoot. Hmm. Should I use my inspiration on this? You got a 13, which is not. I wouldn't happen to get advantage because of cold resistance or anything. You actually do, I think. Hold on, let me check. I think I wrote that into the stat block in some places. I heard you say that about an earlier yeah. thing for Torrance. I'm, I'm gonna go for it and spend my my uh, inspiration here. Yeah, but. Ellen, I will give you advantage on this one. Okay, and this is a con save. Oh no! I used that advantage to get a one. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, so yeah, thirteen is fine. Okay, so thirteen for embers. How'd Vert do? Twenty. Okay, Hakon. Uh, Seventeen. Okay, uh, Elwin. Nineteen. And I'll do Torin. Torin fails. Uh, okay. So, let's see. Those of you who are within thirty feet of the well, which is Elwin and Torin, um, will take one level of damage, which is. Doo -doo 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 -doo. I forgot to give myself the default damage here, so I need to roll it. Um, uh, shoot. So Torin would have taken 11 points of cold damage, but no, he's closer. Shoot, I need to do the people far away first. Okay. Uh, gosh, this ability is complicated. Okay. Um, those of you who are 
more than 30 feet away from it and rolled above a 16, yes, will take half of 11. Those of you who are 30 feet away from it and rolled lower than um, the 16 will just take that 11. Uh, and then those two of you who are close, which are fortunately the ones who are resistant to cold, let's roll that damage. So it was 11. Um, 18 uh, on a success, or sorry, 18 on a failure, or nine on a success with the DC being 16. So then have down to four for resistance. Yes. Awesome. Um, only halved down once for Torin because he failed, though. Um, the other thing is that those of you who failed uh, gain a level of frostbite, which I need you to kind of uh, track yourselves. Um, first level of frostbite is minus five feet to your speed. Oh. That's anyone who rolled under 16. Yes. Okay. So that gets Torin too. I'll mark that. Um, and I will tell you, just so you know how to get rid of it. Um, when you end your turn, you can remove one level of frostbite for each ally next to you. Taking fire damage would also do it. Okay. You can kind of share body heat or take fire damage. Uh, okay. Um, so that was Tuppence's turn and the legendary action. Then it's Torin's turn. Uh, Torin is Torin, so he's going to go swing a sword. Uh, question for the DM. Mm -hmm. Do dancing lights produce heat? No, they're just lights. That's what I thought. They're just lights. Okay. Torin, you beautiful dummy, you. Uh, misses with both attacks, unfortunately. He's like swinging the sword, but kind of catches on the hardened hide of the underside of the tentacle. He's like, I've never known what it felt like to be cold before. <laughs> this what sucks. is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Embers. Uh, I'm good where I am because I like having a person next to me, and also I can hit this uh, tentacle next to Ellen. Oh, that's grappling Ellen uh, with three attacks. Let's see. Frostbite doesn't give me any, any disadvantage, does it? No, it's just yeah. minus five feet to your movement. Uh, yeah, these all hit. Uh, lowest there was an 18. Uh, it's another 23 rating damage. Ooh, I think that's exactly what you did last time. It is. Um, yeah, those batter against the tentacle, uh, and you can see that definitely doing damage to it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to remain where I am, and at the end of my turn, since Icon is here, do I get... Yeah, you can, you can remove your frostbite. Sweet. I don't really want to go anywhere, and my speed is already incredible anyway, but that's nice. Icon, it's your turn. Uh, I'm not looking too good, so I think I'm just going to heal myself. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Embers, from your position at the start of your turn, you did take two points of cold damage. Same oh, thing yes. for Hakan. Thank you. 
Okay. Who, uh, for inspiration, are we still passing it, or are we just awarding it? I forgot. We can just continue passing it for now. So, Nick, who's got inspiration right now? Um, I really admire... Sorry, I, I know... No, I should give it to a player. I was going to say, like, go, Torin. Like, <laughs> please be better at this. But no, I'm going to give it to an actual player. Uh, so go, Elwin. Get yourself out of that jam. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we're just going to cure wounds. Okay. Uh, second level. Uh, and Bargeron in the back of your head says, ah, good idea. We weren't doing too well. Agreed. Oh, I got two eights. Hey. Got to be in good shape That's... if we're going to help the rest of these people. Yeah. Uh, so I heal myself for 19. Dang, Jesus. Full healing. Uh, and I don't think I can really do much else. Uh, you could move if you wanted to. Mm, I think staying next to Embers is probably a good choice. Okay. Uh, then it is Elwyn's turn. Okay, I am a bear. Um, I need a con save from you. Clutches of this beast with um, advantage? Uh, yes, because you are resistant. Okay, well, I rolled the same number twice, so that's a 13. Okay, so you just take the five reduced to two points of cold damage. Two cold damage. Wow, I have taken so much damage since transforming into this bear and I've barely been able to barely been able to do anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to I'm going to attack the tentacle that has me twice. She um, so I I bite. Just chomp down on it. Um which 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 dice is gonna be good to one. Uh, um it's only a 15 to hit. Uh, that's just its armor class. So oh, nice. Are... Okay, so that is... Um, I'll do the matching D6. Six piercing damage. And we're going to do a claw attack. Slash it with my claws. And that is fire. That is 17. Okay, yeah. So you slash into it. And that is 2d4 plus two. Seven slashing damage. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one is starting to look worse for wear. As I'm just growling and snarling at it. You little turn. black rain cloud, of course. Well, I'm I'm a black bear, but I still have that same pearlescent white fur that Elwin matches Elwin's hair, so yeah. Um, it's the tentacles' turn, um, so they move up towards uh, Tuppence and Embers. I think um, I'm gonna do Tuppence first, just in case I can, you know, get rid of that bane. So minus D4 to this, oh, maximum on the minus. Uh, so uh, let's see, 12 minus four is eight plus seven. So 15 to hit. Yeah. Okay. 
so you take seven points of bludgeoning damage and three cold damage for a total of ten, and you are grappled by it. Oh no, puppy! Tuppus just disappears into the folds of this tentacle. Uh, well, all I have to say is that if there is a ceiling in this place, I am at it. These <laughs> things have a long reach. Um, okay. Like ridiculously long. Though, I am remembering, don't pixies have an ability that has to do with grapple? They are hard to, let's see, very nimbleness. Um, it's to escape grapple. Disadvantage. They have, I have disadvantage, but I have um, advantage on decks disadvantage on opportunity attacks. I don't think so. I sworn they did. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I'll just double check real quick. Pull up your sheet. Advantage on acrobatics checks to contest grappling. Okay, so when you try to escape, you would get advantage. Oh, it's not on this. It's probably on my sheet. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, then I need you to make a constitution saving throw uh, from the damage. Uh, 10. Just what you needed. Wow. You maintain the bane. Uh, I will attack nice. embers then next. Oh, wow. That's not great. <laughs> Another max on the subtraction. Uh, that's only 10 to hit embers. So that's that's nice. embers. Uh, and we'll go for Torin. Wow. Wow. Another max on the subtraction. Um, I don't think that can hit Torin. What is his armor class? His armor class is 18. Yeah, um, that mine. tentacle misses. So uh, Torin kind of puts his shield in between the thing and embers you dodge artfully. Mm -hmm. um, tentacles unable to find purchase. Cool. Um, Vert, you're up. Uh, and I need from you, I need you to take two points of cold damage mm. at your position. All right, just for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I am going to throw a firebolt at the one that is holding Elwyn and see if we can finish that one off. And maybe it'll take extra fire damage if I hit. I forgot about the one that was holding Elwyn. I should have used that one. I thought, you... oh yeah, okay. Okay, that's going to hit with a 21. Uh-huh. And we have, ooh, a nine on that one. Wow. Uh, it does not seem to do extra damage, but it does take that fire damage and some of its fur singes away. That one doesn't look very good at this point. Okay. Well, that was my action. So from here, I will start running towards Tuppence uh, up that way. And then I guess I'll use my bonus action again to do another defensive field and get more temp HP. And that's my okay. turn. Um. The tentacle that is holding Elwyn is going to throw her at uh, at Tuppence. Bane, Actually, Bane, Bane. Tuppence is kind of engulfed in... Hidden, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say it can't throw it at Tuppence right now. Tuppence has total cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will throw Elwyn at... Uh, why not? We'll throw her at Torin then. So let's see. Bane, Bane, Bane. Plus seven, 18. 
So it can't hit Torin. Nope. Um, so Elwyn, unfortunately, you're going to take the full nine bludgeoning damage as you crash to the ground. Um, cool. I am out of my bear shape. Wait, so minus four, and my temp HP is gone. Uh, and you find yourself next to Torin as you kind of roll out of bear shape. And he says, nice of you to come join the fight. <laughs> he kind of gives I'm... you a winning smile. <laughs> Good to see he your clearly... head in there. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Tuppence, it's your turn. Um. All right. So if I cast Misty Step again, does that escape the grapple? That escapes the grapple. Sweet, let's do that then. And you are just outside of the range for taking damage at the start of your turn. Darn. Okay, so I'm going to move one, two, three, four, five, six further away as far as I can. Okay. Anything else for your action? Um, who's hurt the worst? Uh, I think it's me right now. Mm-hmm. Aren't you hurt pretty badly? Um, I I'm not. How bad am I hurt? Not not too 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 terribly. I can heal you first. You're can... the one doing the fighting. I don't know if you can though. Misty oh, steps a bonus action, not... right? That's true. Oh, that's it is. I thought it was a. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a spell. It is a bonus, yeah, action, is a bonus spell. action spell. So, yeah. You could do an action cantrip. You could mock okay. one of these things. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, whichever one is hurt the worst. I think the one that was holding Elwyn and threw her yeah. is probably the one that is hurt the worst. So I'll cast it. It's a wisdom save. These things aren't very wise. They're can just they have, tentacles. Can they have Bane? Um, okay, well, just to play it out, it's a failure, but just to play it out, I rolled a seven on dice. It has plus zero to wisdom, minus three. So I rolled a four. <laughs> um, okay, so it takes oh, just one d4. Um, but I say, your mother was a spell component. <laughs> and it gets um, three psychic damage. Okay. Uh, it survives, but it looks <laughs> offended as much as a hairy tentacle can look offended. Um, I think that's it for my turn. Okay. Torin's turn. He will make a constitution saving throw at advantage. Um, and passes, so he only takes five, half down to two points of cold damage. Uh, and Torin kind of gives uh, Elwyn a winning smile and just kind of says, watch this, and he's going to make oh, his two I'm attacks. Oh, I'm watching. He's going to hit this time. Come on, Torin. Uh, that's one hit, and that's another hit. So close to a critical. Um, <laughs> He just needed someone to show off to. Yep. Uh, and he's only using one hand because he's got his shield out. So that is 16 total points of damage to this tentacle. Uh, but 
Uh, as a reaction to that damage, since Torin is within 30 feet when he made the attack, um, the uh, from from the center of the nexus over here, from the well, an icy haze begins to pour out when Torin attacks oh, and no. damages this thing. Uh, and Elwyn, you and Torin find yourself completely obscured in this uh, icy uh, haze. Right. Um, and none of you can see into the area within 30 feet of the well anymore. Oh no. How far does that cover? Uh... Those two tentacles disappear. Okay. I guess I'll draw you something. Yeah. It's easy for me to see because I have uh, invisible auras to show me oh, okay. the distance from the well so that I can <laughs> tell how much cold damage you take. Um, yeah, basically, things along like... I need to be able to draw right now. <laughs> Roll 20, let me draw. Uh, like this oh. is kind of the line. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and the mist just kind of fills that. Okay. Uh, embers. Well, shoot. Um, I guess I'm going to attack, uh, this guy right here then, uh, with two hits. Let's see. Other thing. Now I can't see it. Um, yeah, these are two hits. Four. Fifteen uh, bludgeoning damage. Okay. So you just kind of run up with fist and claw and just punch into it. Yeah, I'm too close to use my uh, my bolts. All right. Um, yeah, you can see that um, it definitely recoils from that damage, but that one was largely undamaged before, so it looks like it's hanging in there. Uh, oh, at I the start of your turn, of you would have taken two cold damage as well. Hakan, uh, top of your turn, you're going to take two cold damage. Perfect. Uh, oh, and... Sorry, I just remembered that Torin ended his turn next to Elwyn so he can remove his frostbite. That's great. Nope, that's not the one. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Hakon, what do you want to do? Well, Rook's not looking too good. Um, so I think I'm going to cure wounds again. Thank you. I'll just give you a pat on the back. Uh, let's see. I've been taking. I took what two critical hits already, and uh huh, yeah. Uh, that heals you for sixteen. Well, oh, awesome! One was canceled, but yeah. Um. So yeah, this uh, halfling in imperial armor reaches out and heals you, Rook. Thank you. I knew Why? someone was going to underline the irony of that moment. <laughs> I, I knew someone that was, was going to do. And it. you, you can see Traugrim in his hand as he does it too. Yeah. Yeah. This is. <laughs> getting better and better so much appreciation is flowing out from me i don't know why this is mismatched anything else from hakan uh he doesn't have much left so no i think that's it okay uh i've been forgetting my legendary actions so 
Uh, I'm going to take one at the end of Hakan's turn to take advantage of you guys being unable to see within the fog, uh, and it's going to try and grab Elwyn at advantage. But Bane. Still Bane. But Bane. Fortunately, this time, Bane is only a minus one, so it's still a 20 to hit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Because that, of advantage. That hits. Um, so seven points of bludgeoning damage, and three have down to one of the cold, and then you're grappled by it. Fun. Uh, and then it's Elwyn's turn, and I need a con save from you because you are close to the well. But at advantage. Because but at advantage. Cold resistance. 15. Uh, you pass, so it's just five, half down to three, cold. All right. Oh, I should update my token here, too. All right, so I'm grappled again. I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, all right, then I... <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes and let's see, what are we going to do here? <laughs> Can I break the grapple if I change into something that's bigger than? Uh, it could still hold a large creature. Okay. What if I change into something tiny? <laughs> I slip through its grasp. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you change into something big, I'll give you um, a athletics check at disadvantage. If you change into something small, I'll give you an acrobatics check at disadvantage to try and break free just from the change. <laughs> Frantically scrolling through the list of like animals. Like looking through my list of animals, yeah. I'm yeah, just like, mm. something do gross you, and slippery. Do you still have inspiration too? I do have inspiration. So yeah. you can just make it a flat roll if you want to. Yeah, yeah, I could. I don't know. Yeah, but this is pretty good. Mmm. <laughs> a hot potato. <laughs> this might be kind of funny. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna try to break its grapple by transforming into a walrus, which is a large creature. Okay. <laughs> so, an athletics check at disadvantage. Mm -hmm. What's my DC? What am I aiming for? Um, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Oh, boy. Spend your inspiration. I think she's trying to decide. I'm trying to decide if I want to or not. Is yeah. this my, yeah, this is my action anyway to use a wild shape. I don't have any more bardic inspiration to give you, sorry. No, that's right. I am gonna use my inspiration, I think, to make this just a straight roll. Because fuck that shit, sorry. I have a lot of things that I need to try and keep track of here. Where is my? What is the okay. name for Walrus Elwyn? Walwyn? Uh, Walwyn. Elrus? Wal 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 Elrus? I was asking Melissa about that a week ago or something. 21! Yeah. Oh! Yeah, this walrus, boom, just like expands out from Elwyn. 
Tell me a walrus is a large creature. It is a large creature. It is. Yes. So you can make me large. Boom. Boom. <laughs> oh. Can we, still, uh, can we yeah. see her? <laughs> uh, you cannot, no, but the tentacle lets go of Elwyn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm not grappled and I cannot be All thrown. Right. And I've got some more uh, cushion hit points. Unfortunately, I don't have anything else I can do on this turn because that was my action. So, okay. And now I'm a walrus. No one else is grappled right now, right? I don't I think, think so. anyone is. You could okay. move if you wanted to, though. I could, but it might take a, an opportunity attack. Then she just get grappled again. Ah, yeah, that's a good so point. I think I'm going to chill. I will right say, um, a tentacle did use a reaction to create the fog cloud, but you don't necessarily know how reactions work for this creature. Yeah, so I'm just going to hang out with Torin. Torin okay. needs a buddy. Um, end of your turn. Something happens in the fog. Oh, that still could do it. Even with Bane. Seven's it's just enough. It's 18. Um, you hear Torin shout, and it sounds like he's pulled away um, in the fog as the other tentacle what? grabs him. Who are you passing inspiration um, to? Oh, I think Hakan for being so good at keeping people alive. Thank uh, you. Torin takes. You're welcome. Eight points of damage. Torin is not looking good right now. He's not looking awful, but. Can't see. Uh, is he invisible right now? I mean, we can't see him, but we. That's true. He's on you the map. You can see him on the map, but yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, then it is the uh, tentacles turn after Elwyn, uh, and the fog cloud dissipates. Oh, thank so God. We'll All right. Move thank these guys back God. out. And you can see a walrus <laughs> next to one of them, uh, which is decorated by Elwyn's uh, stereotypical you know, blue and white patterns. Um, and then you can see Torin is grappled by one of these tentacles. And you guessed it, Torin's getting thrown. Who's he going to get thrown oh, yeah, at, though? Uh, actually, let me move the tentacles first so I can actually decide. Five, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Um, this tentacle kind of moves past Hakon if you want to take an opportunity attack. Be happy to. Uh... That is not great. I think it's an eight. Inspiration. Uh, you do inspiration. have inspiration. Yep. Yeah, might as well. Uh, that is a 20. Yeah. That hits. And that is nine damage. OK. Um, you can see that that tentacle is like reaching for Tuppence, but it can't reach her. Um, okay. It seems to like be at the limit that it can extend from the well. Interesting. Um, let's see. I guess I'll make one attack against Walrus Elwyn, um, and then one fling attack against. Uh, we'll do. Embers. We'll throw Torin at Embers. 
Um, and then the third attack will make against Rook. All with Bane. Okay, so here's the one against Elwyn. That's a two on dice. That's a miss. Um, I don't know. How how much is that total? Uh, nine. Because <laughs> my, my minus walrus... Bane is six. Nine would have hit. Because my AC of the walrus is real low. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but thank God for Bane. Yeah. Bane's uh, doing work. Who did I say the other one was attacking? Rook? Yeah. Yes. Uh, natural 20 <laughs> is still a natural 20 even with Bane, right? Really? No. no. I think no. so. Because you have to minus it and then add the bonus, right? But I think a natural 20 is always a hit is the rule. It's like a trump card. I can't believe it's a third natural 20 against Rook, but... Yeah, that's a little bit bullshit. I'm calling for <laughs> I think you need to throw that die away. I'm going to keep this dice forever and break it out on special occasions. Um... I'm not playing Xant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Rook. It is what it is. It's okay. Um... Go ahead. Oh, you take 10 damage? Or no, I guess you can um... roll it. Yeah, I do. This is actually ridiculous. It's low damage on the dice, though. Um, right. For... Eight points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And, well, seven points of cold damage. Cool. Can't heal them. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to give inspiration yeah, to I feel Rook, like... by the way. God, I've taken so destroyed. much damage. Rook's HP has just been going up. It's a roller coaster. And down, yeah. And, and I'm throwing Torin at Embers. Cool. The projectile. Uh, that's a really good roll. Let's see how Bane does. Bane is, is Torin a projectile. <laughs> Max Bane. Uh, so it's so a 21 to hit. So Torin does hit. It does embers. hit. Can I catch Torin? Make me an athletics check. Okay. Uh... <laughs> this is weird. Eight. Eight. Yeah, you can't catch Torin. Um, he slams into you. The two of you together take. Uh, nine points of bludgeoning damage. I'll let you split that up how you want. Uh, I'll let. Oh, like we don't have to have it. No. Uh, the only caveat is each one of you has to take at least one point of bludgeoning. Uh, I'm damage. gonna take six. Okay, so Torin will take three. Because Torin's not looking great. Oh, yeah, Torin is at eight hit points. <laughs> Torin just kind of crashes into yeah. you. And I think I took the brunt of it because I tried to catch him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Um, Makes sense. I really should have written in, uh, written into this ability that he becomes prone, but he doesn't. He, you know, springs to his feet. So, uh, okay, that's all three of my attacks. So that's the tentacles. Uh, Vert, you take two points of cold damage. All right. So I'm a little confused on these tentacles, like threat ranges and reach. They have a reach of 15 feet. Okay. Yeah. Um. So in that case, I am going to. So right now you're within threat range of both of those of two of them. that are next. Yeah, to you. I'm gonna come over next to Torin, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay. Uh, so one of them will take a reaction against you. But he can't if I'm in his threat range, right? But you've just left his threat range. I didn't though, didn't I? Uh, oh yeah, you. I guess you are still within fifteen, aren't you? Yep. Never mind then. Yeah, okay. So now I'm going to heal this man who deserves it for 12. Okay. 
plus 12. So Torin kind of looks at you with a grin. Thank you, my friend. Uh, of course. Rips his sword tighter. And uh, that's my action. I don't have any bonus actions, so I think that's it. Okay. Um, who's grappled right now? No one. No one. Okay. Um, the uh, tentacle. I'm going to use a legendary action for Wait, the tentacle. What is is Rook grappled? Did get that crit? A rook would have been grappled. Oh actually. yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. So well, minus twelve hit points. And I can't move next to Torin, but I guess yeah. can I just heal embers instead? Sure. Or wait. I guess I'm. Was I up there or was I next to? Embers? I don't remember where you were. You so were. If I you think were... up. I don't think. Was you were I up? Decent. Okay. Yeah, I think I remember us being in this like little salty formation. I'll just I'll just heal myself then. Dang. All right. Just heal myself. So sad. Uh, okay, so Vert is grappled. <laughs> uh, Vert, you're going to get thrown at Tuppence. Okay. Uh, that is a big miss, unfortunately. So Tuppence can't take any of that damage for you. You take the nine points of bludgeoning damage. All right. I still baned. Nine points of bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, and then it is Tuppence's turn. You're outside the cold, so you don't have to take any damage. What would you like to do? Uh, I'll cast Healing Word on. Well, where is he? Where is Torin? Torin is oh, over right here there. By so, yeah. Yeah, so I can do it. Um, at, let's do it at second level. Okay, so it's nine HP. Plus nine. Yeah, so Torin looks at you and gives you the smile and did, says, thank you, friend. Did you add your modifier to that? I did. Oh, I rolled okay. blue. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Dang, unfortunate. Okay. Um, so uh, since I got it, let's just do another vicious mockery. Okay. Um, the, the one that's most injured one is this one, but you can pick. Yeah, let's do the most injured one. And who's in save? Oh, yeah. Uh, 13? Misses. Okay, so it takes the damage. Say, um, your family tree must be a circle. And it gets two. Two points of damage? Oh, man, that one is hanging in there, but it looks so offended at Tuppence right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, is that the end of your turn, Tuppence? That is... Um, hmm, that one's getting closer. I'm going to move further back. Um, well, you saw that you were out of its reach where you were, so you don't you don't necessarily. Oh, okay, so, so it can't can get any closer. To. Okay, it can't get. Yeah, any it closer. got as Fine. close to you as it could, and it couldn't reach you. Okay, it can't move um, any closer. Okay. Mostly good, because good, good. your friends are grouped up here, though. If your friends moved, it might be able to just reach you, but it can't go in their spaces right now. So. Alrighty, then that's it. 
okay. Torin takes one point of cold damage where he's at. Would have been two, but guy's resistant. Um, yeah, and he will do the Torin thing and make his two attacks. Uh, one hit and one miss. So how much damage does Torin do? I think it's eight. Yes, it's eight points of damage to this tentacle. Oop. Good turn. Uh, embers, two I, points of cold damage. Yep. Let's see here. Embers is going to come out here to get an unobstructed shot and use my action for a uh, Radiant Sunbolt on the one uh, north of me so up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll hit. That's 25. It has one hit point, so it <laughs> goes um, shrinking back into the nexus. Nice. Then... Uh, and then I'm going to spend a key point to use my bonus action to do uh, patient defense. Ooh, cool. Very good. Uh, okay. Then it is Hakan. Two points of cold damage. Uh, I think Khan's just going to go between the tentacles, the two uh, uh, next to and cool. just thunder wave. Just runs in between and boom! Yeah, I'll jump cool. off the pipe uh, so I have yes. like a superhero <laughs> landing. Slam the hammer down for the mm -hmm. thunder wave effect? Cool. Yeah, let's try that. Um, do I need to roll the hit? for? Thunder uh, I think it's a save, actually. Sorry, I was being slow. What kind of save is it, though? Is it a Hakan save? It is a Hakan save. Yeah. It is a Hakan save. These are pretty good at... Wow. Okay. But they have Bane. Um, They're Bane. That's true. It, like, this is one of its better saves, and I rolled a six on the dice for an 11 total, minus four. So, failure. <laughs> Bane. Bane. It's so good. Uh, mm -hmm. And they take 10 points of damage. Wow. Okay. And, and they're pushed. Both. Uh, yes, I believe so. 10 feet away for me. Um, this one, uh, oh, are you, you doing oh, it from where you're at or are you no, oh, okay. so right there? Sorry. This one, it's pushed over to there, but it doesn't look like it can go much further than that. Uh, then this one will get pushed five, 10 over to there. Cool. Sweet. Uh, Elwyn, con save, please. Oh, sorry. Wall, wind. Elris. Elris. Oh no. Oh no, that's a seven. That's not a good oh, okay. one. Okay. Uh you do have advantage because it's the cold. I rolled at advantage. Oh. Okay. Um you take <laughs> five five points of cold damage, have down to two, and you take a level of frostbite. Okay. <coughs> Which I'll Wait, remind that was you is supposed to be two. I took Five have down to two. That's so ironic. It seems like it should be impossible for Elwyn to get frostbite. <laughs> it's nearly impossible because she has advantage and it's a low DC. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I rolled a three and a five on die. It was real bad. I mean, um, how can you tell really if you look at her? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that doesn't matter because I am not going anywhere anyway, and I'm really slow with the bars anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I might speak like 20 feet. Um, 
so 15 now, I guess, but yeah, I'm just going to be swinging my tusks at this tentacle in front of me. Okay. That's what I'm doing. All right. Oh, that, that's a six. A six? No, it doesn't do <laughs> it. Six. Don't do it. Real low. You're going to, yeah, bye. Going to jail. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, that's my turn. All right. At the end of your turn, it tries to grab you. Cool. Minus Bane. Oh, it might actually do it. Um, yeah, it does it because you have an AC of like nine, right? My AC is nine right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you take that, um, what is it? Uh, seven bludgeoning, one cold because it's halved. So eight. Yep. And uh, you're grappled. Cool. And I had forgotten about my legendary actions, so I didn't get to use all three, but it comes around to the tentacle's turn. Uh, man, it's they really want to get... Less HP. They really want to get Tuppence, but she's so far away. Neener, neener. Uh, oop. Oop. Um, one of them is going to fling a walrus, that's for sure. <laughs> As it should. Uh, you never thought you'd hear said in the same <laughs> sentence. Dungeons and Dragons show. Uh, <laughs> who should I fling this walrus at? Um, let's go Hakan because he just did the big push. Here we go. Uh, 24 on the dice minus 3. Um, well, sorry, 17 on the dice plus 7 uh, for 24. Minus 3 for 21. So it hits Hakan. You and the walrus can split the damage however you want. Uh, Actually, can... because you're bigger, I'm going to do more damage. I'm sorry. It just makes sense. Yeah. How much health do you have? Uh, it's just fluff. It's, it's all just buffer HP, so I can take most of it if you need me to. I rolled really poorly, so it's actually only 10 bludgeoning damage. 10. Yeah, I can take 9. Uh... And then you take one because you have to take at least one. Yeah, sure. Let's do, yeah, we can do that. And I'm I'm still in walrus form, so it's fine. Yeah. This walrus, walrus comes have... sailing across the cavern. <laughs> a lot of HP. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fastest you'll ever see a walrus move on land. <laughs> yep. It's terrifying. Um, the Operation flying walrus. Uh, and then. One will attack Embers, one will attack Hakon, and this tentacle's going to move up to get in the fight as well. The one so attacking em Embers has disadvantage. That's true, it does. And Bane. And Bane. That's going to be a big miss. Um, yeah, that's 13 minus 1 for 12. And against Hakon, that's... Uh, uh, 13 total against Hakan. It's not going to do it. Okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> Good job, tentacles. Um, Rook, you're up. Okay. Um, are any of these ones hurt that much? Or are they all pretty fresh? Uh, the most... They're kind of spread out. The most hurt of the three is this one here. Uh, okay. Over by embers. Second most would be this one up by Hakon. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Was that Blitz? That was Sona. Yeah. He's just sitting <laughs> on top of the couch. <sighs> over and oh, over I think again. that was I think that was Elrus. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there she goes again. So I'm gonna move yeah, she's really upset right now. I'm gonna move over here and Thunder Gauntlet this one. Okay. Uh let's see what I can do here. Okay, I'm gonna use my inspiration because that was a miss. And that is a fifteen. Okay. Uh that Should hits. Hit. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna... proud of you. I'm gonna pass inspiration to who ha... has anyone not had it yet? Torin hasn't Torin. had it. Or and Tuppence. Oh, Tuppence. I thought. Yet. Oh, yeah, Tuppence didn't. Give it to Tuppence. Yeah, Tuppence can have yeah. it. For sure. That Bane doing good work. And that is. A... No, not 11. Nine uh, thunder damage. Wow. Very good. Yeah, that one's starting to look pretty injured. And that's it. That's all I can do. Uh, okay. Tuppence, your turn. Anybody need healing? Yeah. Embers does. Torin? Torin? Embers? Yeah, Torin. Oh, Torin's actually Embers. okay. Embers is real low. Embers yeah. is much worse. Okay. Am I 60 feet from you? Yeah. You're like 40 okay. or 30. Okay. Um, great. So let me see if I have another second level spell slot, which I do. Okay. Come on, bigger this time. Ooh, that's better. So 10, no, hey. 12, 12 HP. Hey. That's really good. good. What else and, happens? Um, why does well use up the vicious mockery while I have it? I don't have another attack. Um, well, it rolled a answer. two on its wisdom save, minus Bane, minus two, zero on its wisdom save. So. <laughs> Can you mark that yeah. one with a thing so we remember which one has disadvantage? This one? Yeah. Uh, do do a different one, if that's OK. Because oh. that one already has disadvantage from Thunder Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. Which one did you want to attack, Melissa? It's up to you. Yeah. The, the one with the most, um, the one that's hurt the most. OK, oh, well, that is this one. So. Yeah. OK, oh. that's fine. Now, now it has disadvantage if it attacks you. Yeah, super disadvantage. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to tell it, you're about as much use as a chocolate teapot. Oh, wah, wah. man. You can see <laughs> it, it begin just, to does melt. Does it just sink into the ground? That's, yeah. Yeah, it just goes away. It leaves. What's the damage? Four. Max four. damage, four. Okay. <laughs> Uh, end of your turn. Uh, the one next to Elwyn will try to attack her with a miss. Miss, miss, miss. Well, maybe not because you're still a walrus. Oh, but with Bane, definitely. 15 minus 4. 11, a hit. Yeah, it hits me. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, um, really? Really? Yeah. I'm really so, easy to hit right now. Eight points of damage total. Cool. Yeah, I'm Elwyn again. Uh oh. Yeah. I only had three hit points left as a walrus, so. Uh, Torin will. And take I am his... not looking good suddenly. Torin will take his one point of cold damage, uh, and he's going to come gang up on this tentacle that uh, everyone's working on. Uh, he'll take his two attacks. Oh, Torin, why? 
Uh, two misses. Oh, I rolled a five on. and a two on the dice. Uh, Torin's not doing great. Just imagine Embers. it's me, and you'll get two crits. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Embers is going to move back here, which I think is still within range of this guy. So Yes, just barely. Yeah, um, but I do want to get uh, within good distance of my Thunderbolts, or my Sunbolts, uh, to attack this guy down here. Mm -hmm. um, it's looking pretty bad, right? Yeah. Two attacks to start. Uh, and this is a 17 is the lowest. So. Good. 17 radiant damage. Uh, it is still standing. It All hasn't right. retreated into the well yet. All right, I'll do that third one then. Uh, yep, 16 to hit. Okay. For another nine radiant damage. Gosh. Um, the cavern shakes mm -hmm. with like a, a rumbling sound. And you can see this fissure over here in the corner widens a little bit um, as there's like a wrong sound coming from the well and all three tentacles begin to pull back into it after you do those uh, damage. Uh, and the creature uh -oh. retreats back into the well. Oh, phew. There were two words you could have said after creature. And, and the whole them, thing comes out. One of out. them was emerge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say emerge. I'm like, oh, shit. I know. I was like, phase two of the boss battle next yeah. week, everyone. <laughs> nah, this was a, a one-phase boss. And you can feel the room uh, instantly begin to warm up a little bit. It's still cold in here, uh, but not damagingly so. And you can also see um, the pulsing of the well seems to get a little bit gentler as that last tentacle pulls its way in um, as uh, things seem to subside here. Um, the cold begins to restore to a more normal level and the room goes quiet. That thrumming kind of stops and uh, it's just more of a soft pulsing now. And we'll pick up there next week. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. That you survived. <laughs> we did it. That Bane, oh, Tuppence, MVP. Really yeah, seriously. Yeah, that that was good use of Bane. I'm glad oh, I took goodness. that spell. Yeah. Yeah, us too. Yeah. Casting that and then getting out of reach was, oh, oh my, my God, gosh. that was MVP. Also, yeah. Elwin with the wild shapes soaking up damage. Yeah. And you know. Akon. I also soaked up heels. damage. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> soaking up my natural 20s. Yeah, oh, man. Seriously. That was, a, that was fun, guys. Thank you yeah. for playing. Thank you to everyone who came to watch. We will conclude this arc of the show uh, next week, I believe. So cool. Um, we'll see how things wrap up here in Twin Towns. And then uh, the Silver Seekers will hit the road onto, uh, you know, the rest of their journey. So um, hope to see you back then. And uh, hope you have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.